Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. During the dark days of COVID a few years back, many of us tried to use at least some of our enforced downtime to enjoy some films or records or video games we hadn't gotten around to yet. And for one playwright, finally playing through Final Fantasy VII would be the seed that would grow into the Fantastical Fellowship. Final quest for the Crisis Crystal 27! That's me pronouncing the exclamation point in the title. Uh, It's currently running at Under St. Mark's. Go see his show correspondent, Jason Wang. Got a chance to catch a performance and speak to some of the cast. I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. Very great show to be here. Uh, What is the name of this show, full name? This is the Fantastical Fellowship. Final quest for the Crisis Crystal 27. Yeah, I would not have got that. I, my name is Jason <laughs> Wang. I'm here joined with Theo McKenna, Andrew Agris, Rebecca Ho, and Stephanie Litchfield. And Leah Becker. Yeah, my plus one Leah Becker, Twitch name, Ray Laza, streams Final Fantasy on Twitch. Now, I just saw a very phenomenal, chaotic cringe um interactive show out here um we are here with the creators first question right for andrew um i am a chronic video gamer and i never thought in my life that i would be doing theater because theater is just the most cringe thing more so it's like it's like on one end of cringe video gaming is here on the other end of cringe theater is here both are cringe just completely different types of cringe how did you find your way into creating this play Yes, I think I've, I'm full cringe. I think my two, my two big interests are theater and video games. And it's like a lot of people don't think of them together, but I feel like they come from very similar ideas. Like, oh, you want to have, like, have a, like, play a role, like take on this role. So the show came about, I'll explain hopefully the, the brief version, in that it was uh, back in 2020, at the height of the pandemic, uh, everyone was out. I was supposed to be in grad school for theater. I was at home, and I was like, I have all this time. I'm finally going to play Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I can finally do it. So I'm playing through it. And the whole time, I'm playing just for my own fun, being a comedy person, theater person. I'm writing down little bits and jokes of, like, kind of spoofing the game. And then I just figure, okay, that was fun. I look at it every now and then on my phone, on the notes, and I laugh. And then a few years go by, and I had the great opportunity to be in another show, also directed by Phoebe Brooks, uh, involved as the dramaturg for Dering Got for Blungit, um, a uh, spoof of Wagner's Ring Cycle by Charles Ludlam. Uh, and a few people uh, were in that. Like me. Theo was in that. Uh, Mary Rose, who's in the show, was in that. Uh, and Patrick was in that as well. And we had a great time, but something that Phoebe was saying is, oh, I wish we could have, uh, we, made, we added some interaction to it. And they said, oh, I wish we could have more audience interaction and have more, a more contemporary fantasy spoof. And I was like, well, I have something. Um, so let me work on this. And I turned the bits into a full script. Uh, and then we did a workshop of it in August, um, added a lot of interaction, and then uh, we have the full production now. Wow, what a journey to get here. How many endings are in this show? It's a great question. Seven. 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 Yeah. seven different endings. Wow. Seven. Although they're like little permutations, but I think yes. I think it's seven as written. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Question for everyone then. How is it like rehearsing seven different iterations of this show? What is the preparation? Anyone can pick up of how to make this happen. I mean, I'm the one that it affects the most because... Um... You poor, poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, the... The choices made along the way depend 
will change what magical item comes at the at the end and which character I come out at the end because they all saw a version where we went to the cursed labyrinth and we got to meet a reverse centaur named Mary Lloyd had you picked the haunted castle you would have met a totally different character and Mary Lloyd wouldn't have appeared at all for the record Be- Becky plays like four or five different characters only you know so many <laughs> so many I, I, I'm not even going to bother counting them I don't um, know yeah and so the ending Basically, the ending is when I get backstage and go, which costume am I putting on? Which prop am I picking up? Okay, run, go. But what is it like uh, for any other actors preparing for that? Well, I die, so I... <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I mean, I live and come back and die and come back, and who knows what happens? I may die or I may live. <laughs> okay. I'm not involved in the endings. <laughs> so I have no... <laughs> opinion to say about that i think when we were when we were setting them it was sort of the agreement of the object will change which changes some lines reggie will enter or mary lloyd will enter but as much as possible the physical storytelling of it stays the the same same. yeah yeah so like there is that thing in your mind of what object is about to enter and which mask is becky gonna enter in (laughs) Um, but there's the knowledge that you will keep the the physical the structure yeah. of the scene remains the same. It's just kind of the variations on. Is everyone decent? Yes. I just wanted to pop in and give compliments. Aww. I had such a fun time. Quick editorial note: as you can hear there, at this point, an audience member cut in to thank the cast and congratulate them on the show. There was some spoiler-heavy talk in there, though, so we cut it out for the podcast. Back to the conversation. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> if I may write off that, um, this show is a hodgepodge of many different res- like um, many different references, eras. I was not born for half of them. I'm born in 2000. Um, how are you? <laughs> Don't know it. I outed myself. You're the <laughs> baby. Um, what is it like? This looks like a show that is hell to make happen. How? It's a lot. <laughs> well, I would not describe it as. Uh, I would describe it as a pleasant hell. Maybe yeah. the, per- the first layer. Um, what have? And I'm very curious from working in immersive theater. What have you learned in these first few shows? Oh, um, that. Pretty much everything that's gonna go wrong is definitely gonna go, go wrong. wrong. At some point, may not all happen in the same show, but I think we're all prepared for everything yeah. to go wrong. Um, and yeah, I think yesterday we had a, 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 a lot, lot of go things wrong. go wrong, and by comparison, tonight felt really easy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's well, and also just like knowing that this is a team effort. So if something goes wrong, we're all kind of on like our toes on like how can we help. How can we help fix this? What can we do to like make your life easier? How can I um, pick up this thing that was dropped kind of situation? Yeah. I would say also what's fun about this show is the audience is also part of the team. And yeah. so tr- knowing that the audience is like going to be with you if you just need to babble for a little bit and right. like make things up and they're going to be kind and roll with it. Um, that's really nice. To and that's kind of like the what a video game really is. Yeah. Right. With the audience aspect of it playing a part in the story and I, that's something that I really liked about it when I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> this feels like watching a streamer. <laughs> this entire show. Um, last question. On the topic of audience um, and this being like a show from so many different places, references, times, um, 
Andrew, you mentioned in this show's description, this show is for a whole bunch of people, including this show is for people who watch the Final Fantasy Orchestra concert, which includes my friend Leah here today. Who, in each of your all, all of your words, who is this show for? Yeah, ooh, okay, I'll go first. I think for me, uh, it's it's like a cross-section of both uh, video game people who are like, oh, I'm not into theater, but like, oh, I like video games. I like the, the choice, and like, like playing the characters and thinking, okay, this is something that's a video game show. I'll go see that and maybe like I'll check out other interactive theater. Mm-hmm. And on the flip side, mm-hmm. theater people who are like, oh, I would never play a video game. That's too hard or whatever. And they're like, oh, but I played this and I got to make choices. I'm like, that's a, that's a game. Oh. And it could be a video game, even like a tabletop game, you know, uh, yeah. D&D is like itself both mm-hmm. a game and theater in a way. So it's the, yeah, kind of that yeah. cross-section of like theater people discovering games, game people discovering theater. Yeah, it feels like you got a really friendly DM for like non-theater people who just goes like, yes, and then it's for people who want to feel liberated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say um, the main thing coming into the show is you should just come ready to have a, a good time and kind of leave some of this idea of like, all right, we're sitting in our theater seats. We have to be well behaved. Um, you know, come a little, little slightly raucous, a little rowdy, perhaps. A little barking. A little barking. A little barking never hurt nobody. <laughs> yeah, uh, me. Um, it's it's just a, it's just a fun time. Like just like just, you're going with the audiences. I I feel often in theater, there's such a prestige, particularly with proscenium theater, where it's like, it's them and it's us. There's like a divide. And this one is just like, we're all a team together. I'm coming on the stage, but you are my friend. Audience members, you're my friend, and we're going to do this thing together. And there's something really lovely about like the 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 non-preciousness about it, where everyone's just like, there's like kind of the acknowledgement of this is a, a fun ridiculous thing that you also get to be a part of. So there's also, there's already an acknowledgement of like, what, like there's nothing precious about this. Things are going to fuck up and that's going to be fine. And it's going to be even make the show even better kind of thing. So uh, that's what I really love about this experience is we're taking the, the preciousness away from theater. Yeah, I would, I would say anyone who wants to be part of the story and like see themselves in the story um, and come ready to like activated and also surprised. Someone who's ready to like roll with the punches as we do mm. on stage. I'll throw in one more thing. Last night I got the ultimate compliment maybe ever in my life. Someone said this is like if Mel Brooks played Final Fantasy. <laughs> and I was like yes, another cross section of like comedy and like fantasy lore and games coming together. So like there's some people who are comedy fans, some people who are fantasy fans. They get to meet here in the middle. Or yeah. just people who want to come watch some people make fools of themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm really in awe of the um, com- like the level of commitment and bravery you all put in putting this up. Um, it will be in my notes. I am a playwright. <laughs> so on my end, if you would like to see a show with a lot of physical comedy that is involves chaos. Improvisation, audience participation, uh, probably in this very rare category of shows that you can watch while intoxicated. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. There is a bar up front before the show, um, a and a show. Megamix. Oh yes, <laughs> the show where you can walk in and create a spell. Um, come see the Fantastical Fellowship Final Quest for the Crisis Crystal Twenty Seven. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that by the end of the week. <laughs> Running until February eighth. Ninth. 
Dive. <laughs> Comes the Valentine's Day. Thank you all so much. Thank you, Andrew, Theo, Becky, and Stephanie for hanging out after the show to chat. And thank you, as always, Jason, for another excellent interview. There are just a couple more opportunities from the posting of this episode to catch the Fantastical Fellowship. Final quest for the Crisis Crystal 27 at under St. Mark's Theater, 94A St. Mark's Place in Manhattan, and that's on Thursday and Friday, February 8th and 9th, 2024, with 7 p.m. shows both days. Head to frigid.nyc for a link to tickets and more information. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. My name is Robert A.K. Gagno. You can find me on the internet at Robert Gagno, G-O-N-Y-O dot com. Until next time, go see a show. Thank, Thank you. you. That was lovely. Mm.